Welcome everyone to the next Apex podcast. I'm Donovan here by Josh. He's Josh Bayless on Instagram. Josh underscore Bayless on Instagram. Can't forget the I'm underscore. D Tompkins Media on Instagram, and yep. we're gonna talk about cars today. We do have a poll for our tournament. We are still uh, going through with that. And this is also the last poll, right, before we start going to the next rounds. Yeah, this is the last poll before we move on to round two. Um, so we'll start seeing some repeat cars, kind of get them up against each other and see which ones kind of come up, uh, you know, come out on top. But, of course, uh, if you guys do enjoy the podcast, be sure to share it with a friend. Uh, that is, of course, the, the number one way that we grow. Um, and go follow us on all of our different platforms. Um, yeah. You know, Next Apex on uh, Next Apex Podcast on Instagram and on YouTube. Next Apex PN TikTok. Um, definitely be sure to share everything as well. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the poll. Absolutely. So um, we did this last poll was uh, what M two competition versus the Cayman S. Yes. This is a really good competition. This here. was a really good competition. Yeah. Um, I. You want you want me to go first? Or you wanted to go first. Um, I think let's actually remind oh, the viewers right, the of rules. what the, the you want to go over the rules. Okay, yeah. so I'll, I'll say it. Um, so we have what a total of eight cars or so, or right, ten right, cars. Yeah. Um, total of like ten cars, and basically each week we pin two of them next to each other. We usually pin two similar cars next to each other, and there's two of us. If we both happen to agree on a car, then they automatically win. Uh, we do run a poll on our so, uh, personal social medias to see what our audience would pick. And sometimes we actually have different views than the audience, it's but twice. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's what we choose. But if there does happen to be a tie, which has happened, then the audience is the tiebreaker. Yes. Um, but we'll see what happens with this vote, which I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think we might agree. Possibly. We'll um, see. How much horsepower does the Cayman S have? 350, right? Uh, I, I think it's so. a little bit more than that. I think it was closer to like 380. Let me look it up just before we get into this, just to make sure I don't change my mind last second. <clears throat> and the M2 comp has 444, I believe. Yes. And that uses the M3 and M4 engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cayman S also is like for the comp though, it's detuned, so it's not it's not an identical M3 M4 engine. The CS does. C- okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's the right. CS is the full blown. And yes, I was right. Cayman S is 350 horsepower. Okay. Yep, and that's from a uh, Boxer Ford Turbo. Correct. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, so we know the cars. Yep. And we're actually somewhat familiar with these cars because yep. we've. I've driven the M2 Comp. I've driven a Cayman. I've driven the Cayman. I've not driven the M2, but oh. I mean, I've I've driven it around a parking lot, but I don't count that as driving. Right, right. It. But you're you're so. still familiar <laughs> enough with BMW to to yes to know which one you'd prefer. Yes. So you go ahead and go first because oh, I you think want I me to go first. I think I've went first the past couple of times. So let's hear you what have, you got to say. You have. I thought we had a little tradition going, but <laughs> no, again, let's mix it up. Um, no. So I I've had a difficult one. Like difficult time deciding right, between these because we do really love Porsche. Both of I, us I love Porsche. I do love Porsche, and I'm not that fond typically towards BMW. Hmm. Uh, BMW, I like, I can respect, but I don't have like a, 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 an affinity like you know towards towards BMW, I, whereas I do with Porsche. Hmm. The problem that I'm having with this Porsche is the fact that it's got the Boxer Four rather than the Six. Right. Um, whereas the BMW does have the Six. The Six is you know, it doesn't sound the best in this car but it sounds better than it does in the m3s and fours yeah in my opinion 
And uh, quite a bit more power, 100 more horsepower in the M2 the versus the Cayman. Yeah, well, just about. For this particular trim level that we chose. Yes, just about. Um, so, and of course, you can get both of them with a manual. Um, Cayman's mid-engine, I think it would be a little bit more balanced. Um, Maybe. I mean, M2 Com is pretty much 50-50. So it depends on your definition of balanced, I think. Well, I think it'll be just a little bit better through the corners ultimately maybe maybe a little so bit. the m2 is uh but the m2 is quite boy. good yes the m2 is slidey it tempts boy. you to go slidey yes but it's, it's also very that, balanced it's because of the way that the 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 weight is distributed you know yeah. what i mean so it's it's not all just like rotating around a single point in the middle like it would be with the cayman because all the weights are mm -hmm. right there yeah and i'm sure it also has to do with suspension yes. however you know bmw likes to go slidey <laughs> so exactly um so I think that if I were looking for more of a precision tool, I would go for the Cayman. But what is your your choice? But I'm not I, I'm not one to go with a precision tool. Oh, um, so it's rare for me to go with something over yeah. a Porsche. I don't normally do that. Right. Um, if this was like a GT4 or the GTS 4.0 or something like that, it would be a hundred percent Cayman. For yeah. Me. Um, but I think in this particular case, I'm going with the M2 Comp. Um, and the reason for that is because I like big smoky burnouts and I like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I like things that don't make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it just makes sense to go with the thing that doesn't make sense. Um, do some big slidey boys. Yep. And I'm right there with you. I had a feeling. Yeah. I mean, I love the Cayman, but we are talking about just the Cayman S and there's still the Cayman GTS 4.0 and also a Cayman GT4 and then there eventually a Cayman GT4 RS. Yep. So you're kind of talking about like one of the lower trimmed Caymans versus almost full out M2, except for the M2 CS, but the Which, M2 competition is a very solid vehicle yeah. and I have drove one and honestly, it's probably the best BMW on sale right now. Yeah. It's, it's a great driving car. That chassis is very lively. Um, and then <clears throat> for the newest M2 comp, uh, putting the M3, M4 motor in it, it it's just a really good all around car. Yeah. Um, and I think the best part about the M2 is just how chuckable it is. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can really just to toss that thing around. Yeah. Throw and it into a corner. if you want to drift, you really can. Whereas the Cayman S, you probably could, but like, it's not, it's not going to feel as home as like ready to do it as the M2 comp. The yeah. M2 comp just wants you to just t chuck it around. Yeah. It's just a really good overall package. 100%. So I'm going to go with the M2 Comp as well. Uh, I think the M2 Comp is also cheaper than the Cayman S as well. I think uh, it starts at like 64. I think I think the M2 Comp is a little bit more than that, but they're around, they're they're, they're in the same yeah. ballpark. Whereas the Cayman S starts at 72. Yeah. And also the audience agreed as well. Yep. At least my audience. Mine I'm too. assuming yours as well. Mine too, quite heavily. <laughs> Yeah. So what was your results? Uh, 64% to 36%. Mm. It was pretty heavy. Um, towards the end of it, some extra people started voting Porsche. So I was mm. like, hmm, maybe there's a little bit more something than I thought. But yeah, not quite. I mean, though. it was like domination from BMW the entire time of the poll that was up. Yeah. The entire time that the poll was up. Mine was almost more balanced, uh, but 57% M2 comp, 43% Cayman S. So. Wow. Audience, you, me, all chose M2 Comp. Yeah. It's just the better overall package. If you really want like the best Cayman experience, you really should go for the GTS 4.0 or a uh, GT4. GT4, yeah, 100% GT4. Although previous generation, mm, maybe previous generation. I mean, I really like the GTS 4.0. Yeah, yeah the, the gears they kind of messed up on. Yeah, because they got a 
sell 911s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if they had, I mean, if, if, if they had gotten the gearing correct on the current generation, it'd be better. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, still one of the best driving cars ever. So who cares? Yep. So the so, M2 lives on. Um, are, can you tell us what our new competition is for the next round? Yeah. So, or what cars are standing at least left in left in the uh, in the competition? Obviously, we have the M2 competition. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Nissan Z, the 400Z. It's <laughs> kind of the sleeper in the competition because that's yep. way cheaper than <laughs> the rest yep. of the competitors we have. But let's see how far it can go. Um, the TTRS. Mm. The Hellcat (laughs) (laughs) and the Camaro ZL1 still Mm. live on. Wow. So we've got some interesting stuff still around. So Um, Hellcat Camaro next round? I'm kind of feeling it. Part of me wants to pit the Camaro versus the M2. (laughs) You know what? Let's do that. Let's do that. You want to do that? Yeah, because from from the beginning, we've been doing similar vehicles. Let's mix it up and... Throw them completely off. Yeah. And yeah. So we'll do Camaro ZL1 versus And that's M2 pretty Gump. similar price point. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty similar. Um, I just realized it looks like we also have an odd number of vehicles this time around. Oh, do we? So we might have to bring one back. So let's bring back a uh, an honorable mention. I say we bring back the C8 as an honorable mention. What do you Who think? did the C8 go against? Oh, the Hellcat. Uh, the that's Hellcat. Right. Yeah. I say we bring oh, that back as an honorable mention. Oh, because you still have Z4 in there. Z4 is gone. Yeah, I know Z4 is gone. I, oh. I I also have Super in there. That's okay. gone too. Um, okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But we'll do the Camaro versus the... Camaro versus M2 comp. Okay. I think that'll be a fun one. Yeah, that will I think be. that'll be an interesting one for sure. All right. Well, that'll right, be so on we'll, the next podcast. Yeah. We're going ahead and moving <coughs> to uh, some of the news now, though. Um, yes. There's been a decent amount since you and I last met up. A little bit. Some interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, first, we're going to talk about Range Rover, which we don't really talk about too, too much. Yeah. Um, but we did have quite a bit of news and then like a couple kind of speculation slash rumor type stuff. Um, first of all, let's talk about the Defender. Um, a lot of this is actually the Defender, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> most of it is, yeah. Uh not really a huge surprise, but Land Rover Defender has been selling fantastically. Which is good, because I love that thing. Yeah, the Defender's really, really cool. It is currently the only SUV that I actually want. <laughs> oh, really? That's yes. <laughs> um, the Defender is really, really cool. Um, and it's kind of special compared to the other Land Rovers as well, especially the interior. You know, you get into other Range Rovers that are all kind of similar, but the Range Rover has a very unique feel to what the Defender is. Um which is what it's supposed to be because it's the most off-road capable Land Rover yeah, you can get. Yeah, it's supposed to be more rugged. Um, the speculation is, well, first of all, I think the V8s are just now landing. So yes, they are. Uh, if you don't know, the Land Rover Defender with the Fender. Defender. Defender. <laughs> Bruh, I can't Welcome talk. to the South, sir. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I was born here. Um, so they already offered it with a supercharged V8, um, like a detuned version of the SVR V8. Uh, I think it's like 515 horsepower. Yeah. And you can get that with the two-door or the four-door. Yep. And those are like just now landing. Which are already um, super dope. Yeah. Which I would totally whip. Which them. really, let's be honest, is probably plenty of power for, oh, <laughs> for the Defender. And again, you have the Being, 392 Jeep, which has more than enough power uh, as well. The power wars continue. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm partially here for it and partially like, why are we still doing this? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. 
but uh motor trend kind of rumors slash speculation it's kind of hard to tell where they got this information from um but it seems that there's maybe a rumor that they're looking to come out with even a more powerful defender but what's really interesting is that it's not going to use a Land Rover engine, which is what caught you really off guard yes, <laughs> right before the podcast. I, I really wish that we had recorded that portion yeah. on the podcast because my reaction was... <laughs> yep. So I I first told told him there's going to be a more powerful one. Um, and he asked, oh, the supercharged V8? No. Turbocharged V8. And if you don't know, the Land Rover doesn't have doesn't a supercharged V8. Uh, it's a turbo. Um you mean they don't make a turbo? Sorry, speed? yeah. Yes. Correct. And I started having you guess where it's coming from. First guess was AMG, which not too much of a surprise because AMG has been kind of working with a lot of other manufacturers. They throw and everything to Yeah, everyone. that four-liter VA, they've been putting in a lot of other cars too. Aston Martin Vantage. Um, but what Motor Trend is speculating is that they might go to BMW and use their 4.4-liter <laughs> twin-turbo V8 for over 600 horsepower. So... <laughs> is is BMW now becoming the new parts bin for all of the manufacturers? Maybe, maybe AMG is all sorts stuff. They're like, yep. no, no, yep. everybody else has taken our V8, so now BMW is the next in line. Yep. <laughs> no, Lo- Lotus, Lo- Lotus already has the uh, Lotus already has the four That's cylinder. True. Um, yeah. Aston Martin already has the eight cylinder. They also have all of our tech, so you guys can't have anything. We're already like tied up over yeah, here. Yeah, they're, so they're making enough see, engines. Go see the Bavarians. <laughs> go see the Bavarians. AMG, AMG <laughs> can't make enough uh, hand built engines to sign on on the top. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, they run out of dudes to sign. Yeah, <laughs> their, their hands got tired, so they're like, no, Land Rover, you're not getting our AMG. Um, so yeah, they could. Which is funny. What makes it even funnier is that, like, just a couple weeks ago, Landover's like, you know, our cars are too complicated. We need to make them more reliable. And then they and said, let's, let's, let's go to BMW. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's come like, on. Um, that makes it even more funny. Yeah. Um, they should have got. Actually, no, they they shouldn't have gone to Mercedes, should they have? They should have gotten a Volkswagen and been like, yo, can we use... Can we use the... Porsches. Yeah, can we use the Porsche engine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I, I I wouldn't even think that they would do that. They Porsche Porsche asked. only seems friendly with a uh, Audi apparently. Yeah, which oh, I still I mean, don't get. <laughs> I mean, Porsche and Audi are still part of Volkswagen Group. Yeah, but um, as if this Defender even needed more power. Um, apparently it's gonna have over six hundred horsepower. Totally okay with it. Totally um, here for it. Yeah, probably costs somewhere in like. Hundred thirty thousand dollars might steal some might steal some uh, sales away from the the G sixty three. Yes, that is that is a good point to bring up because pretty much the G sixty three doesn't really have like a true rival. No, this, the Defender would be the closest, but yeah. the G wagon starts at like what one hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars somewhere in there. Starts um, at. yeah starts at that price point, whereas the Defender starts at like fifty sixty yeah somewhere in there. Um, but this this could really undercut the G sixty three or the G class in general. Yeah, um, which I think would it, be good. I think I yeah. think the the G wagon has gone long enough on its own standing, right. and um, I don't think it's that great of a car, frankly. Mm. Um, I would much rather have this. Really, it's just me. Yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know. It'd I don't close. feel bad taking it off road and scratching it. Mm, you don't feel as bad in this. No. Mm, that's a good point to bring up because the G sixty three is kind of more 
flashy the and G- even though the g-class is very off-road capable yes i do kind of get that mindset too that it you feels, wouldn't want to it feels posh yeah yeah it feels posh it feels, and upscale feels and I feel la'd like I, yeah i don't want to yeah exactly it feels like la yeah it feels like a, it feels like i'm driving around downtown yeah. maybe it would feel a little off taking that off-road especially yeah. the v8 model which has the more sporty yeah um kind of more body kit and stuff yeah but if it has but if the defender still has like the off-road look and the clearance and all that but yeah. has this <laughs> bmw v8. twin turbo v8 that 4. could be very 4. cool yeah well why bmw though <laughs> i know <laughs> maybe now that i think about it maybe part of the reason they did that was because either a they did go well might be doing that i shouldn't say they did that they might be yeah it's we still, still don't know um but Maybe if the, if this is the case, maybe they did go to Mercedes, and Mercedes said no because They're it would be too up. close in competition with their own vehicle. That is true. Maybe yeah. Maybe they're like, no, we don't want you to do it, which is a complete possibility. That is possible. Because then they would be selling against themselves, yeah. essentially, right? Which they don't want to do. They would rather they would make more money off of selling their own car rather than you know what I mean. So that's a very good that's point. My that's my assumption, anyways. Uh, what else have we got, though? I think we have more Land Rover uh, news. Just, no? just a little one with Range Rover. Um, finally, the Sport looks like it's going to be redesigned. There's going to be a new generation. Um, Land Rover's just been kind of circulating the news a little bit, so I kind of just want to round us up on it. Okay. Uh, for Defender, possibly getting Twin Turbo V8, new Sport is coming, and then also their plans to make their cars um, more reliable. Yeah, which... Uh, if the 4.4 liter BMW thing ends up happening, that's not more reliable. Uh, maybe it might be marginally more reliable, but no, no. it's not. It's not like the issue was never really with their engines, though. It was always with their electronics. Yeah, their electronics usually the main issue. But uh, overall, BMW usually has issues. But I mean, they're still mo- rated more reliable than Land Rover. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But like, but yeah, see what you're saying. Like after reading a couple weeks ago, hey, they're we're gonna make it more reliable, and then a couple weeks later, we're gonna use a BMW engine. Yeah. It doesn't seem like you're taking the step in the right no, no, direction. No, no, no. You you should have gone with a Volkswagen. Yeah, should have gone to Porsche and said, hey, yo, can we use your? Uh, yeah, if they used Porsche, that definitely would have been a step up. Yeah, exactly. I think use the exact same or engine that's. It would have felt like more of exactly. a step up. Use the exact engine that's in the Panamera, the or. Udis. Panamera, Cayenne, Cayenne, RSQ8, RS <laughs> all of them, yeah, <laughs> RS7, <laughs> yeah, everything, all of the RSs, well, practically, not the RS3 that we're going to talk about later. I said practically. Um, anyways, yeah, uh, we can talk about Volkswagen some more. Okay, well, onwards then the, to the to another <laughs> SUV. For this, this is the headline I just remembered. Yep. Uh, you said on. it was a one-off, right? Yes, it's a one-off. So it's the Volkswagen Atlas Crossport GT. Um, basically, uh, Volkswagen Body. lowered this thing, wheels, uh, Recaro sports seats, and they threw in a Golf R engine. Which adds 26 horsepower over the regular engine. Woo! Yeah. Was the rest of this really needed for 26 horsepower? No. no. Probably not. You know what they also should have done? What, what, what do you think? Hey, Porsche, where's that twin turbo V8? <laughs> no, that <laughs> would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. And we know it fits because it's the same overall Wait, platform. Wait, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Is What's that, that apt? Yes. AB. Yes. Was this worked on with apt? 
In, like in conjunction uh, with Apple? I think just the wheels. Just the wheels. I th- believe so. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. they they Either A, they should have taken that Golf R engine and like... Tuned it. Tuned the crap out of it. Yeah, so that, that would have been making, cool. Like, yeah, because that engine is the same one that's in the RS3, the five-cylinder. No. Oh, wait, no, 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 no not no. that one. Yeah, that yeah. one's the four-cylinder, the Golf R. The old R32, right? Yeah, that was what had the five-cylinder. I believe so. They should have used that engine. Use the RS3's engine. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Take the RS3's engine... Put that over here, bore it out a little bit, give it some extra compression, give it some extra boost. Yeah. Put it up to like, I don't know, 600 horsepower is capable 600. of 600? <laughs> I don't know about 600. Those things are capable for thousands. So I don't get okay. that. I think it's, I don't think it's stretching it that okay. far to put it to 600. And then, yeah, call it a day. What I think they should have done is it should have been the Tiguan, first of all. The Tiguan just yes. drives more like a car. Yes, and it just, w- I think it would have been better. But the thing is that Atlas is weird. The thing is that already exists. It's called the Tiguan R and it's yeah. over in Europe. Yeah. And we don't get it here. So really they should have just not done this and brought the Tiguan R. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They should have <laughs> said, all right guys, here's uh so, 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 cause the whole point of this car, right. Was for them to be like, look, Volkswagen we can make a fast have SUV. fun. Yeah. And it it came off terribly and really poor. It reminds me of their, uh, of their April Fool's joke. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that where they 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 decided to call themselves Volkswagen or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or Volkswagen. I think that's yeah. what it was. Volkswagen. Yeah, Volkswagen. So, but you know, it's whatever. They're just having fun. They're trying to, but they're they not, they could have done more. Because yeah, you're right. It's only 26 extra yeah. horsepower, and then pretty much the rest is mainly aesthetic. Yeah. So again, Anyways. what they need to do is because they the whole point of this car was to show that they know how to have fun and which we already like, knew cater you towards do. the performance enthusiasts in, yeah. in the U.S. But they didn't really do which they a didn't lot. really do right. So if they wanted to do that, they should have just said, "Hey guys, we're bringing the Tiguan R over here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been much more uh, well received. Exactly, and offer it with a manual. Yes, that would have been pretty cool because that'd be fun. All right, um, going uh, on with the Atlas, just real quick. Uh, Volkswagen ID8 is announced. If you don't know, the Volkswagen ID4 is already out. Or is it ID3 or ID4? It's ID4, right? I think it's the ID4. I think it's the ID4. <sighs> we both need kind of a brain refresh tonight. I feel like yes, a hundred percent. So excuse me. It's us. been a crazy day. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but, but yeah, yes. the ID ID8 looks kind of interesting. I mean, it's supposed to be faster than the Crossport GT that we just looked at. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be much faster, honestly. Um. Yeah, basically, it's going to base, be uh, based on the Atlas. It's going to be a th- big uh, three-row SUV, fully yeah. electric, which is kind of, uh, just going back, the ID6 was revealed, and they only did it for the European market. Yeah. And for some reason, they didn't bring it to the U.S., which seems really weird because SUVs are hot right now. Because here. Volkswagen doesn't really seem to understand the American market that well. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the case. I mean, look at look at the, um, look at at the Audi, right, too, mm-hmm. like with their RS products. They only just started bringing them over here properly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in the last yeah. five years. So maybe Audi just figured out a little bit before Volkswagen. Yeah. They just Volkswagen don't understand the American weird. market. No offense. What'd you say? <laughs> no offense to her. Right, but what did you say? <laughs> uh, they just been make. They just weird. Yeah, they are. The only I car like, that the only car they seem like grounded on is the Golf. Yeah, that's the only one that they've seemed like consistent on which, is like the Golf. Which the base Golf is no longer being sold here. Yeah, it's just the GTI and the R now. Yeah. 
Speaking of. And they also get just got rid of the Passat, too. Yep. That Also mm, news. Yep, also news. <laughs> they got um, rid of the Passat. <laughs> new limited edition. Yeah. Uh, which is actually limited. It actually means something to have the yeah. word limited on this car. Um, 1,000... 976 mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. um passats will be uh passat limited editions will be made and then basically yeah. the car is gone after the 2022 model yeah. year yeah which it's would be crazy sad. man i know like I know. they're just straight up getting rid of sedans yeah which is i mean then again so did ford oh it just seems just seems weird to me right it just seems so weird to me right uh, uh, but on on more news of cars disappearing as well the veloster i don't remember if we talked about this last time but uh, Veloster will. I think only it's just have, the Veloster. Huh. I think Veloster ends are still being produced. Yes. I heard. So the base Veloster though. and Veloster Turbo is going. Yeah. So yeah. all Veloster trims outside of the N will be gone. Yeah. So that's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, but then they made up for it and did the Launcher N. Yes, but does still. it really make up for it? No. No. <laughs> no. But at least say at least, bit, I'm, at least they're know. continuing. I, I don't really care for the Elantra. Uh, yeah, I don't either. But uh, at least it's kind of impressive. It does zero sixteen like low fives, and it's Which is still dirt cool. cheap yeah. for the car it is. Yeah, I don't know. I for me personally, like front wheel drive sedans just don't do anything for me. Yeah, I understand that. The only car I do like um, the Volkswagen Jetta GLI. I actually like. I mean, I've driven a lot of the new Jetta just because our dealership has them as like fleet vehicles. Yeah. And I do actually really like the new Jetta. Yeah. It's chassis is actually really good. It's really tossable. Yeah. Um, so I, I haven't drove the GLI, but I can just imagine the chassis is good. So just more power and yeah. stick shift um, and uh, LSD in the front. That's so it. I do like the, GL, uh, the GLI quite a bit. I'd rather just get the GTI personally. That's that's the argument though. Yeah. Yeah, you could just get... Although then, what they should do, frankly is because they already make the GLI, which is essentially a GTI, but in Jetta guys, mm-hmm. is make a Jetta R. Yeah. There's just folks like probably just thinks there's not enough market for it, if I had to guess. I mean... They, but they absolutely could do it. They really and it wouldn't really should. be like a whole lot of R&D money, I wouldn't think. No, it would just be, all right, where's that R motor? Yeah. All right, just go just in. go dodge mode and yeah, just stuff the motor in there. <laughs> just literally, do it. <laughs> literally, just, just take it and put it in everything. Yeah. Or Why just not? grab the Panamera V8 and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think that the Panamera engine would fit in the Jetta. You know what? We could pretend, okay? <laughs> maybe if you don't have the firewall and a dash. Porsche maybe. flat six, bro. <laughs> We should. We want to start a new, um, a new series of weird engine <laughs> swaps and and vehicle mix matches. This is this is what uh, <laughs> this is this is what we get whenever we're both particularly sleepy. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That though. would be great, dude. I would love. Just imagine a four liter Porsche flat six out of the out of the the Cayman GT four and the nine eleven GT three and just Jetta stuffed into a Jetta. Oh my gosh. I feel like it feels the eighties maybe they would do it. <laughs> Back in the day they would have. Oh, hundred percent. Hey yo, Porsche, come tune this jet up for us. Car companies have become too conservative now. For the most part. Yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. That would be fun, honestly. I feel be. like I feel like that's just where Volkswagen struggles is they've forgotten how to properly have fun and just like not care. Yeah. And then just throws. That's why. That's why. Like. That's what Dodge is doing. 
Dodge is Dodge is crazy. I was <laughs> I was listening to a uh, I was listening watching a donut video yesterday. They were trying to guess um uh what's it called manufacturer like merch. Mm. What was real? What was off of Wish dot com mm. and what was made up? Mm. Um and the what's his name James Pumphrey kind of nailed it on the head when he said that Dodge treats their marketing campaigns like a dartboard or mm. a shotgun. They're just like they're just like boom. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and try. You know, <laughs> Hellcat in the Hellcat in the Durango. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Do it, let's do it. Yeah. Um. Oh, you want to do a gaming headset? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's throw, <laughs> throw a Dodge yeah. Dodge logo on. They it. just do random stuff, man. <laughs> And I really feel like do. that's what that, that's what there's definitely a team that just sits at a table and just has <laughs> beers and chicken wings at a roundless at an endless cycle of just here just keep eating and drinking and talking. lots of pizza I'm yeah. sure lots yeah. and lots of pizza probably having NFL highlights yeah. on, the, on the TVs and whatever else is going and on. HRA and HRA <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious <laughs> They're just like, oh, let's do that. Let's do, or maybe every time a commercial comes up for like something that they're watching, I don't know, like <laughs> esports comes up. They're like, yeah, let's get into esports. <laughs> who, who can we call to put the car in the game? <laughs> that's hilarious. Guarantee you, that's Dodge's there's, there's, marketing strategy. There's definitely a team of just five bros. Yes, <laughs> just sitting there, just coming up with wild ideas. And I'm totally here for it. I love it. It's yeah. great. I think every car. I think every. You know, not even cars, just companies in general. Yeah. Just, just have a team of guys that just like sit around shotgun and talk to each and other. Shotgun, and shotgun off uh, uh, marketing ideas. Yeah, and then there's just like sense. there's just like the one nerd in the back that <laughs> yeah. just writes everything down. <laughs> they just like, write that down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's just like he's just uh, what's it called? Um, just keeping up with everything in the conversation. Yeah, every. <laughs> Yeah. Every single beer that gets drank gets <laughs> so that gets he can document it. Yeah. yeah, it's like he's doing sci- <laughs> it's scientific research. All the bros are just being bros. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, what do you got for us next, though? Um, well, we already kind of mentioned it. That 2022 Audi RS3. Okay. Still yeah. keeping the five banger. Lovely. With uh 401 horsepower and to my surprise I just found this out a drift mode yeah which is really really cool because Audi's a little bit usually their all the drive systems a little more conservative yep so this makes me really happy that they're I think putting they saw a, a drift I think mode. I think they saw obviously Ford with the Focus RS years ago had yeah it. but then Mercedes new A then Mercedes did it and then yep. also BMW does it yep. So, so yeah. Audi was like, all right, screw it. We got to have some fun with this mm-hmm. one. So they went all out with the fun on this, honestly. Like, you can get... Oh, really? so so the So, the launch color of it was this crazy green. Yeah. Um, But you can look... But if you look in the interior, you can get that green to go across parts of the interior, mm-hmm. which is also super fun. Yeah, the interior is really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I like it. But I think in my opinion the most fun like gimmick that they threw at this thing and it is a gimmick like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know come back and say like this is the coolest thing ever because it's Uh not it's a gimmick but the lights on the the daytime running lights on the car so audi has the led matrix lights right and Mm -hmm. whenever you start the car or whenever you unlock the car rather um they'll do this little dance and this has been the case since they came out with um the original like 20 19 yeah, Q8 and A6. Yeah, and it's A7. been around for a little while. Yeah, it's now. been around for a little while now. Uh, but this particular one, it has sort of like a, a trickle that goes down the side of the uh, of the headlight 
down kind of uh kind of down the side of the car and whenever you unlock the car it'll spell out r s three and then yeah in the lights and then it'll have the uh, and then the 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 standard spot that it stays in is like a checkered flag which yeah. is, again that's pretty it's, cool again it's gimmicky but it's kind of cool and yeah. i kind of like that and i'm yeah. here for the gimmicks like i like the stupid stuff again i like, it. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I like the stupid yeah. stuff yeah stupid stuff is fun stupid stuff is fun i'm a exactly. kid i'm a kid inside let's be real here so yeah I, I, the, the stupid stuff appeals to me and i'm i'm all for it i want to see that i haven't seen that um the lights do that yet that's I'll, definitely I'll show pretty you a cool. video whenever we finish it's, okay. it's it's pretty cool but uh on to more official stuff <laughs> 401 horsepower 369 pound feet of torque uh 0 to 63.8 seconds very quick um and it looks like if you probably get a certain package uh top speed of 174 i'm sure people are going to tune this thing just like they did the current generation you probably have to have option get... carbon ceramics to be able to get that that's usually how it yeah. is yeah possibly um controllable exhaust which is kind of nice mm-hmm. and yeah it just looks cool it does have some really nice hips um like the f- both of the fenders it almost looks like it has like a wide body from factory which I it's like. a really aggressive look yeah i love I, it i really like this car i love it, it looks really really cool i cannot wait to see these things making over 1200 horsepower oh, and gosh. doing nine second quarter miles <laughs> yeah and i'm sure it won't take long for people no to it'll do take it a e- it'll take a month <laughs> <laughs> Um, also going with the interior just a little bit. I do really like the interior and then I like how they still have the main screen. Yep. But the climate control buttons are still but actually looks Yeah. Yeah. Um it actually looks like it has the same buttons out of the e tron yeah. GT. Yeah. Um I think really it's nice. the same display and everything. Yeah. Essentially. And it actually has ambient lighting in the vents, it looks like. Oh well, no, that's unless that's, that's just that painted. Green. That's, that's the, just painted. Uh yeah, that's okay. That uh, actually makes more sense though. Yeah, that's all trim. That's all that green trim mm, that so I was talking about. So that's permanently green. Or you can get it in red. <laughs> or in red. Yes. I'd probably get it in red. And also, I love. Depends on what color. I, I love the, the steering wheel actually. I do too. I love the steering wheel. It has a a green center line, mm-hmm. so you always know where it, when it's center. And it's Alcantara. Yep. Which I actually really love. I love. I I drove an Audi RS5 about a year ago, and it had the the Alcantara steering wheel, and then that's when I was convinced. Yeah. I used to not like Alcantara because eventually you have to replace it or whatever, but it's so nice. When it's nice, Alcantara is really nice to to have in your hand. But you do have to replace it quite frequently if it's on like Probably every like two, three years. Or it's just going to get nasty. Or a gear shifter or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll get nasty if you. If but it, it's that but it is nice for the first owner. It is very nice. I'm looking forward um, to that. Yeah, the the, the RS3 is going to be super sick. Um, but I do want to before we talk about that, I kind of want to talk about the Aston news. The Aston that we, that we okay. skipped over because the Aston was was pretty big. Um, All right. So it was it was something that uh, Aston had actually announced a couple of years ago. Um, back in 2019, I believe they revealed the uh, the initial um, uh, concept car for it. Um, but this new car, this new version of the quote Valhalla, um, is going to be twin turbo V8 powered. Um, and it's going to be a flat plane crank V8. Um, so oh, it's going to really? be yeah flat plane crank twin turbo it's the four liter right 
yes. Four, four liter, liter twin turbo V8. Yep, with, but it is not oh. Mercedes. Yeah. It is not Mercedes derived. Um, on its own, it develops 740 horsepower mm. and revs to 7,200 RPM. Uh, but you also get a 150 uh, kilowatt battery hybrid system um, with two electric motors, um, one for each f- uh, one for each rear axle. It'll be rear wheel drive. Um, it's rear wheel drive only. Yep. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be um, what's it called? So um, system will be the, the 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 two electric motors will make a combined 201 horsepower. So the total power output is 937, just under a thousand, a little right. under a thousand horsepower. Yeah. Um, Who's counting nowadays? Yeah, anyway. exactly. It's exactly. getting so high. I don't even, I don't even remember anymore. Exactly. I just know it's a. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. It is. It is, uh, the the electric motors are on the front uh, front axle. Oh, my apologies. Okay. Yeah. So it um, is all wheel drive. So it is all wheel drive. Yes. Okay. Um, but I mean, still. Right. 937 horsepower, all wheel drive car. This sounds. Almost like it could beat the Valkyrie, which hasn't even hit production yet. <laughs> and granted, it's just about production ready, the Valkyrie. Right. And the Valkyrie is going to be racing in the LMP, uh, LMH yeah. class in at Le Mans, which will be super sick. Uh, but the Valhalla, so while the, while the Valkyrie was made entirely between Aston Martin and Red Bull Racing, Valhalla is a Aston Martin only project. Hmm. So they like took everything that they learned from Valkyrie and right. put it towards Valhalla. Yeah, so it's almost like a baby Valkyrie. Yes, but I do see what you're saying that on the street it's probably just as fast. Oh, it 100%. might even be if it's all wheel drive, it's probably even faster than Valkyrie. Yeah, and when they originally announced the Valhalla, like I said back in 2019, they did not say it was going to be a V8. They said it was going to be a V6. They yeah. said it was going to be hybrid. Mm, yeah, but they did not say it was going to be all wheel drive. They had said it was going to be rear wheel. Um, and they had also said it was going to be somewhere around like 700 horsepower total. <laughs> <laughs> they trashed that. So I wonder. So I think what they, I, I'm 90. Ferrari t- 296. I was thinking more along the lines of SF90. With SF90. This. Do we know the, do we know a price point? Uh, I think or they announced it. I don't remember what it is. I'm going to scroll through and double check and see well. if I can see it. Jeez, yeah, they're they're even claiming zero to sixty in two point five seconds. Yeah, yeah, the car is going to be ridiculous, oh, dude. They're aiming for Nurburgring time of six minutes thirty seconds. Yep, that's their main goal Holy with this car. Holy moly! That's their main goal with this car, which is going to be just Holy insane. Moly! Um, and I'm lo- I'm I'm absolutely loving everything that Aston Martin is doing right now. Yeah, like, yeah, they really like changed pace out of nowhere. Yeah. They really did. They just started focusing on actual it's that, like, supercars. It's that and DBX money coming in. Yeah, <laughs> they finally made an SUV, and now they're like, dang, we should have made an SUV years ago. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, hey, look, look at all this Now cash, we see why Porsche did it. <laughs> yeah. Now we see why Porsche made started making exactly, SUVs and sedans. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I think that thing's going to be absolutely sick. Um, and then it also... Does, um, just sorry to cut you off, but yeah. it does say that the hybrid assistance can put 100% of the power to the rear. Okay, so it can. Okay. But it is also front. Right. Um, but it can do the rear if it wants, which is actually interesting because I feel like usually, usually when we see these hybrids, usually if the electric motor's in the front, it usually yeah. does adjust to the front. Correct. But, it, but this is saying it can actually do the rear as well. Which would be very cool. Which 
very interesting. Yeah, now that I think about it, if it's a really refined and like tuned in all-wheel drive system, that could be crazy. Crazy. Because then you can do electric power yeah. to the millisecond yeah. to whatever wheel you want. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's very course, clever. And of course, with this being Aston Martin, their main focus lately with their supercars has been all about aero. Yeah, they've um, done some like look at crazy redesigns again. for Arrow. Yeah, exactly. Like again, look at that. Look at that Valkyrie. <sighs> look at the look it's, at the Valhalla, and you gorgeous. can see like look at the diffuser on. It. Look at the size of that diffuser. Yeah. It's gorgeous looking. Yeah, and that um that wing that spoiler that they have on the car, uh-huh. um it develops. I want to say about a thousand pounds of downforce. Jeez. Just that little that little spoiler was designed in a way to develop a thousand pounds of yeah. downforce. Man. Which is just insane. Yeah. I'm um, already looking forward to the Valkyrie, but this is also yeah. something to really look after. Yeah. It's going to be insane. It's going to be <clears> insane. <throat> um, but I want to continue along the same oh, yeah, sort of vein really quick. Uh-huh. Um, switching gears out of Aston Martin, though, oh. over to Stellantis. Um, oh. Because, obviously, like I said, the Valkyrie is going to be racing in the LMH division at mm-hmm. Le Mans, right? Yep. So, moving onwards to, uh, to Stellantis. So, a few weeks ago, Peugeot... Uh, the French manufacturer, which is part of Stellantis, yep. um, announced that they would be coming out with the 9X8 um, hypercar that would be racing in the LMH division. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Stellantis CEO came out and said that he wants to possibly use the 9X8 to underpin either partially or wholly an IMSA campaign with a Dodge backing, which would be absolutely amazing dodge those dodge bros went to france and said wait they got a car let's use it (laughs) (laughs) they started sipping on their cappuccinos they said yo we're gonna race (laughs) like i'm not gonna lie i kind of miss the viper like i want Mm. the viper back i want Mm. the viper to be racing this is like completely different but this is a whole new game Yeah. yeah and i think this thing is going like if this comes to fruition dodge dodge being dodge they don't like to be last (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. they like to be the best at whatever it is that they're doing and they like to do it smoky so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah, it could be interesting i think yeah i think that this could be i mean granted right now in the lmh class lmdh class as well um kind of combining the two you have what porsche ferrari um aston martin peugeot toyota um glickenhaus um, and then a couple of others as well already like in, you know, in already signed up to, to, to compete in this. Yeah. Um, so I think th- that if they, if they do end up doing this, they're going to have to be on their game. No, oh, no, definitely. Um, cause it would be the first time that Dodge has competed at such a high level in, um, in motorsports, in that kind of motorsport. Yeah. yeah. They've competed at that level in NHRA, but that's the NHRA. And they got experience with NASCAR. A little bit. <laughs> this is a little different. It's a little bit of experience in NASCAR. Though. It's been a little while. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's kind of it's kind of. I don't know. I think it. I th- definitely think it's going to yeah. be interesting whenever it comes to fruition. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Let's keep it American. Let's just American. talk about the Corvette Z06 real quick. <sighs> so, officially revealed. Uh, although we don't have like the design and all that, but. We do have the noise, oh. which we have been it's expecting it to be fantastic yes. for a while now because we uh, heard the like the development car. Yes, um, but now we know what the official car will sound like because Chevy posted it. So I'm gonna play uh, play a little clip of it, and then we'll just talk about our thoughts about the Z06.
Well, there you go. The audience just heard what the car sounded like. We couldn't hear it because of the way the, we audience, the, st- the system But sounds, we have heard it. We've heard it before. Yes. <laughs> and we know it sounds really good. And I will say it also sounds how we expected it to sound. Yes. Or how we were kind of hoping it. And that it does actually sound truly exotic. And yes. that they didn't try to like Muffle do it. some. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't try, try to do to anything do to Americanize it. Like Ford did. Yeah. They said, the screw that. It's going to sound exotic. Yes, and it does, and it sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds really good. It, it sounds, sounds like a 458. I was just about to say that. It sounds like a modern Ferrari. Yeah, it sounds like a 458, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And I think it's going to be... I mean, a part of me wants to think that it's going to be like one of the most emotional experiences you'll ever get, but then again, it's a Chevy. So, <laughs> And our hatred towards GM continues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though the, maybe there'll be something that they screw up on, but they I'm haven't not. given me a lot of reason to believe in them lately. Like this is <laughs> right. this is like the only thing that I'm like clasping on to. Yeah, right yeah. Is nah, I I think they'll they'll come in with this. I think. Ow. I mean, I it's kind of hard not to. You got the mid engine chassis now, and you've got this terrific motor. Yes. Don't screw it up. It's Chevy. It's hot. <laughs> you've got the formula set up for you. You just have to. You just have to go into it. Donovan, you got it. Donovan. Ah, I know it's Chevy. It's Chevy. <laughs> it's going to happen at some point. I guarantee it. They'll screw something I up. I don't care if it's the car or if it's the marketing or what. But they're going okay, to screw something. They'll probably screw up some type of advertising. But <laughs> uh, the car itself, I think, will be good. I think they'll. I think they'll come through with the. They're the just car. gonna completely overdo the the um what's it called traction control and it's mm, going to be entirely no, nanny driven no it's going to be wholly nanny no, driven no I just think, like the c8 is the regular stingray hmm. <laughs> i hope not i think if, if they if they nail it this this could potentially be like a pretty legendary modern car if for the money you know if they nail it if think, they nail it i think they will I think I want them to. I I like Chevy. We'll see. But they make it very hard to love them when they screw up so much. They do it so often too. Um, Let's talk about a car that doesn't really screw up much, and that's Porsche, as we always talk about. But it's hard not to. I have some issues with this next announcement, though. Really? I do. Okay, so the 2022 Porsche Macan, which is actually I really love this Macan, even though it's a crossover and not some dedicated sports car. I do actually really like the Macan. Uh, it was just facelifted. Uh, basically, all the trims got power boosts. Um, probably the most significant one to pay attention to is that the GTS is essentially uh, replacing the turbo. So the past um, turbo model made 420 horsepower from a 2.9 liter twin turbo V6. Um, and the GTS only made 373, which honestly was underpowered. Um, the new GTS, though, makes uh, if i can find it 434 horsepower so it's essentially huge. the old turbo plus some essentially the yep. old turbo and the macan s is now essentially what the gts was before yes plus yes some. yes and the yeah. s actually yeah and actually it makes 373 horsepower yep. with the same two point liners so yeah essentially yep. it is the new gts and then also significantly 
that we'll probably talk about is that the turbo is, at Gonzo. least for now, not revealed. Gonzo. It's Gonzo. Gonzo. At least for I'm now. Gonna like say, I'm going to say not revealed. I'm going to let's say what you I'm going to keep it at Gonzo. Um, however, I've got to say that um, so so part of the part of the styling that they changed was the front end and the yes. part of it was the rear end <clears throat> and the inside. And there's one in particular. Um, I think it was the orange one that they showed off that I, I actually it. quite liked the look. Ah, where'd it go? I got it. Okay. The orange one I actually quite like the look of because it okay. kept body paint in the center part. Mm. Um, yeah. With the rest of them, it changes that body paint to black. And now it looks like the it Joker is wearing black lipstick. a huge mouth. <laughs> yes. It and it's an absolutely disgusting. huge mouth. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. That part I don't like. Um, yeah. It looks, it just looks really weird. It looks like just a really big mouth. They almost <clears throat> pulled a BMW. And... Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And I, I think it's disgusting. Uh, it kind of looks like it's just wearing, like, black lipstick or it's got, like, yeah. squid ink all over its face or something like that. Yeah. It's just not appealing on the front. But the back end looks a little bit cleaner. I the like rear the rear end, I do like. I do like how it is a little bit, the black part comes a little higher up on the uh, rear bumper near the exhaust. Yeah. The diffuser area, whatever you want to call it. Um, definitely looks more sporty. Yeah. Um, the part I actually don't kind of like is that now it has the capacitive buttons, just like the Cayenne and the Panamera. I understand why they did it. Eventually they were going to do it. Um, but I actually liked how the Macan had the hard buttons, the physical um, buttons. Yeah. yeah. The physical buttons. Um, but I mean, we kind of knew this was coming eventually. Yeah. Um, I'm just surprised they decided to refresh it again. I thought they were supposed to be changing it to an EV next year. So... That's what the turbo is going to be. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Ah, oh. that's why they did it. GTS is the new turbo. If you want still a gas engine, whenever they finally come out with uh, more EVs, the turbo is probably going to be a monster. It's going to be a monster Macan with a crap ton of power. Okay, well that would be good. Yeah. Um I would be that's, totally there for that. I'm actually surprised you didn't think that. Uh, as soon as I saw this, as soon as I saw that the turbo wasn't here and the GTS was pretty much the turbo, that was my very first thought, was that the turbo is going to be the fully electric. Um, because we've already seen them testing it. We've already seen spy shots of uh, the electric Cayenne and Macan. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's what we're going to see. That probably probably in about a year from now, or maybe even less, we'll see the Macan Turbo turn fully electric. Yeah, that would make sense. monster power. That would make total sense. I would be here for that. Um, yeah, I'm totally here for that. But uh, at the same time, I don't want everything to turn electric. I know. I know. Everything's going that way. Speaking yeah, of which, happen. Mercedes announced that uh, they're going to be going fully electric by 2030. 2030. Yeah. Um, not too surprised. At not that not I care a, anymore because they're putting a four-cylinder in a C63 right. anyways. Yeah, so. and honestly, at that point, I'd rather have fully electric. I'd rather possibly. have fully electric than the four-cylinder yeah, C63. Yeah, and a C63. How do you go from a twin-turbo V8 to a four-banger? Yeah, I <laughs> didn't don't even, know. Didn't even bother with the six. Yeah, <laughs> Come I on. tell you. A buddy of mine the other day was like, what do you like better, the C63 or like the M3 or things like that? Um, and I said, dude... Two years ago, I would have told you straight away, go with the C63 just because right. it has that engine. Now, I'm that telling you, stay away from the Mercedes. Like, yeah. go to the M. Go t- Even though I don't like that grill, go to the M. Yeah. Go to the Alpha, even though it's probably going to break. Go <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah. 
it'll be the best driving experience you get frankly out of, yeah possibly but out of all three for years. about 20 minutes before it breaks <laughs> check engine light and <laughs> ebs and tire pressure sensors probably i don't know yeah all sorts of stuff i still want an alpha i'm not gonna lie I yeah want one. it'd be fun yeah it'd be fun including all of the times that you have to fix it on the side of the road yeah still fun yeah but it's um, part of the charm <laughs> slowly going electric though yeah oh also uh we didn't discuss it but there is also i think spy shots or rumored that 911 hybrid has been uh, um seen or rumored to be testing either. yeah but that's okay 911 hybrid that's all right i'm here for a hybrid yeah that'll be all right i would actually like a turbo hybrid i think that would be kind of oh, crazy jesus that'd be crazy even fast. better even better 911 gth gth so GT. if they were to do a gt3 with a hybrid mm. Mm. eventually they're gonna do that that would yeah. be kind of crazy i think it's still maybe a little ways but yes but i think that would be kind of cool because mm. you would get that you would get that naturally aspirated for uh, maybe after the 992 that might be yeah when they get rid of the or the 992.2 Ooh, you think that soon it's possible Man, it is possible. They Unless could do, Porsche can figure out these uh, fuels, I mean, synthetic they could, fuels. They could do one of each. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, speaking of synthetic fuels, I think we talked about it in the last episode, but the Formula One thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard anything about that meeting um, that they had with uh, with uh, Lamborghini and the FIA and the other constructors and F1. Um, but if that ends up coming to fruition, if Porsche or Lamborghini end up deciding to take part in f1 they'll be using synthetic fuels yeah officially testing it yeah and i mean b or porsche is already working on one yeah so it just would make sense for them a to enter f1 and b to continue using a synthetic fuel or continue developing easier development really because then you have a race car that you're using yeah using it in so i don't know i hope it happens on that note i think we'll end the podcast there you think so? Yeah. All right. Go sounds good. Outro. So um, I do want to thank you guys. If you guys made it to this point, thank you so much for uh, listening to the end of the episode. Um, if you guys did enjoy it, uh, which if you made it here, I'm sure you did, uh, be sure to send it uh, to a friend of yours. Uh, give us a quick share. Um, post it on Facebook, something like that. Also, feel free to give us a follow um, at The Next Apex Podcast on Instagram and on, and on YouTube. Um, as well as the next Apex P on TikTok. Give me a follow over at Josh underscore Bayless on Instagram and Donovan at uh, the Tompkins Media on Instagram. Uh, but until next time, we will see y'all in the next Apex. <laughs>